Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. And that meant I was going to start. Probably swallowed hard and I said, don't screw this one up. Was surreal. Joe Torre's birthday was that day. Yogi Berra day was going on. Don Larson walked out to the mound to throw the ceremonial first pitch. And to Don Larson, I said, "Are you gonna, are you gonna run up there and jump into his arms again?" And he said, "Hey, kid, you got it wrong." He jumped into my arms. You know, I, I felt about this tall for getting my historical facts wrong, but it was funny. It was kind of a, a light moment, and that was kind of the attitude I had going into that game, just sort of carefree. Wow, this is great. Only in Yankee Stadium can this kind of history happen. Every Father's Day, I remember it really well. I got settled into getting ready to pitch the first game of the doubleheader. If you didn't get to pitch the first game of the doubleheader, you were... I always pitched the first game of the doubleheader. And it's Halliday and Coughlin to open up the bottom of the first inning. Usually the most nerve-wracking innings are the first, second, third, because you're not really sure what you're going to have that day or how your location is going to be. The wind-up by Barker and the pitch to Alfredo Griffin is all the way back to the screen. My early years, I was known to uh, be a little wild. And the 1-2 pitch to Griffin. There's a tapper past the bomb. Verizer charges it short, gloves the ball to throw to first, and they just get it by a half a step. It was a bang-bang play at first base, so right out of the chute, it was a close call. Lofted out into right field. Long, rough, thrown in, and he'll get there. You know, to me, I was thinking at the time, oh, geez, that's going to be a triple. You know, I wasn't obviously thinking about anything more than just getting out of the first inning at that point. I started the no windup in Boston maybe a month earlier. Strike two, one and two. I was having uh, some a little trouble with control, so I thought it might help me, and it did. He's out of there. I was different because I was walking around the mound, but that 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 afternoon I was like, just give me the ball and go right back to the plate. Give me the ball, I'm doing it again. He strikes out Longoria. You know, I wasn't known for strikeouts, but if I needed to, uh, I always had the ability to reach back for a little bit more, not much more. But, uh, you know, I prided myself on command and working both sides of the plate and working up and down. I remember Oral Hershiser made a comment that it looked like I was locked in the whole day and I guess, you know, in the zone. I thought about moving on with my life because I was so disgusted with the game because I had, I had struggled with it. Kristen was back in Chicago, nine months pregnant at the time, and so at any day now, you know, I can be a dad. I was still uh, trying to prove myself as a young you know, major league starting pitcher, and so every game was a big game for me. And we're set to go. Uh, this Mother's Day. I was 17, senior high school. My mother uh, was diagnosed with melanoma skin cancer and within about two and a half months of diagnosis she was gone but then my grandmother she kicked in and got me in line and, and let me know exactly how things needed to be taken care of and what needed to be done you can do what your mom wanted you to do you can do what you want to do and you can do what your mom wanted for you you know the sacrifices that she made to get you here you know the things we've gone through do you want to let that all be in vain and you don't look at that woman and say no to anything let alone something like that and she's been there literally every step of the way and uh she made the drive every day i pitched in oakland she drove out six up six down for dallas break she happened to be in the stands that day trademark of the cities always had excellent control it was my first year in new york fastball we're getting tuned up to be ready for the playoffs and it's boston and it's going to be what boston new york's about joe oliver is thrown out by Soriano, and Mike Messina has been perfect through the first three. Not every day is going to be perfect. Not every day is going to be great. You just have to maintain your sanity out there. And that's what I did with Jorge Posada. His glove was my focus. There's a good curveball, and he got it. And that's one thing you really don't do is you don't shake your catcher off because if you got some chemistry working, that's what you do. But I had a big breaking ball that day. It was like I was casting it. Or ball, ball, ball. You know, I threw it for strikes almost every given time I threw it. It's almost as if the ball pauses in midair, and then you know, uh-oh, if you haven't reacted correctly, you're going to have a problem. One goal you try to go out there as a starting pitcher is first pitch strike. 
That's one of the most important pitches is to get ahead in the count. Take strike one. I'm not saying every time you're, you get ahead of guys, the result's going to be good, but I'll take my chances anytime you're going out there getting ahead of hitters. Two down. There's a rhythm to a perfect game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He has to make a quick throw and nine straight set down by Witt. And then they come around again, and you're kind of in a rhythm with what they're trying to do, and you've got a game plan already set up before the game, and you're adjusting. As the outs kept coming and the type of swings I was getting, I felt like I was in control of the rhythm of the game. And Umber is going to get through the order perfectly. But while you're in there, I don't think it's the mindset of any pitcher, or at least it wasn't mine, to go out there and be perfect every time. You know, errors are part of the game. Hitting a batter is part of the game. Walking a batter is part of the game. And giving up hits is part of the game. Synchron charges, throws in time. With all those intangibles being part of the game, it's extremely hard to throw a perfect game. The evolution of head shaving. OMG. It adjusts to the shape of the head. It's smooth, it's fat, it's perfect. You want to rock with this. Introducing MicroTouch Titanium Head Shaver. The faster, easier, safer way to shave your head. With five independent floating heads that conform to every surface and curve. Even those hard to reach places. With five times the coverage area of a razor. For a faster, effortless shave. As close as a blade. And a difference you can feel. It's awesome. That's shaver I've used in my entire life of shaving my head. It gets a lot of hair with a few strokes. I've been a baldy for 20 plus years using razors. My head has never been this smooth before. Five rotary heads forged from stainless steel and bonded with titanium contour independently over the natural curvature of your head for five times the coverage and a closer, more comfortable... 1037thebuzz.com That's our home on the web. Our whole world is sitting there on a computer right there. Come visit us today. Shaver for the first time, when I looked at my bump, it was fantastic. No nits, no cuts, perfect shave. I feel great. An easy grip design for perfect control. Rechargeable lithium-ion power to shave anywhere, anytime. The ultimate wet-dry shaver. No creams, lotion, or soap needed. Hypoallergenic for sensitive skin. Safe to the touch. Not one cut, not one nit. Not only shaving my head, but I was also shaving my face. It's smooth. It's never really been this smooth before until I use this. Five minutes, whole head, done. It's perfect. Microtouch Titanium Head Shaver. The faster, easier, and safer way to shave. Guaranteed or your money back. Get yours now at GetHeadShaver.com for only two payments of $29.99. Or call 1-800-436-4510. It works. It really does what it's supposed to do. It's smooth, it's fast, it's perfect. No BS. This is the one. Microtouch Titanium Head Shaver. Ah, that's where I left my Hint Plus. Lenny, I, uh, you, the Hint Plus was delicious. And packed with vitamins. Hint Plus has more vitamin C than a real Clementine. New Hint Plus, true fruit flavor plus a boost of vitamins. Did he just call vitamins vitamins? For a limited time, new customers get over 45% off at drinkhint.com. That's 36 bottles of immunity-boosting Hint Plus for just 36 bucks. Only $1 per bottle. Hint Plus, true fruit flavor plus a boost of vitamins. This is just unbelievably stacked. I'm so excited. Your vehicle takes a beating from the environment. Keep your vehicle looking better than new with Cerakote's Rapid Ceramic Paint Sealant, a breakthrough in ceramic technology. Now you can seal and protect your paint with unbelievable gloss, shine, and slickness in less than 30 minutes. Look at the difference with Cerakote's True Hydrophobic Ceramic Technology. The level of gloss and slickness is unbelievable. Cerakote increased slickness by an incredible 72% compared to uncoated automotive paint. Everything just slides right off. Simply spray it on and lightly buff it with the Included microfiber towels. That's it. Everything's included. Even water flows right off. I've been a professional auto detailer for almost 40 years, and during that time I've tried hundreds of paint care products. And I can tell you that Cerakote's Rapid Ceramic Paint Sealant is in a league of its own. 
Guaranteed to be the glossiest, slickest, and easiest to apply paint sealant you have ever used. Get professional gloss, shine, and protection for your vehicle with Cerakote's Rapid Ceramic Paint Sealant today. It's the number one best-selling paint sealant in the country. Buy today. Touchdown, Arkansas! 103.7 The Buzz. Second time through. Bottom of the fourth. Early in the game, I wasn't thinking about not trying to give up a hit. I was trying to get them to put the ball in play, keep guys off base. You know, that kind of changed around the fourth inning to where I felt like I was starting to get ahead of guys and, and started getting the stuff to where I could put them away. For all the success that Halliday has had, Cy Young, he's not thrown a no-hitter, he's not thrown a one-hitter. Kane was nine up, nine down through the first three innings. That's when it kind of started to set in. I was like, all right, I haven't given up a hit or anything. And I was really thinking about it. I was like, all right, I haven't given up a hit. Here's Jordan Schaefer. It was definitely a grind when he was coming up to the plate, and I knew that he was he was trying to outthink me, and I was trying to outthink him as well. And that is a... really thought for a second, like, Malinsky was going to call that fair, and then in the middle of his call, he changed his mind. Even if it wasn't exactly the right pitch, he was committed to the pitch 100%, and, and that's half the battle, I think, anytime, whether it's statistically it's the right one or not, um, is believing that that's going to be the right pitch to get the batter out. I don't think any pitch to say I was not thinking about the perfect game. It's hard not to think because you see what's going on, and, uh, and you know you're throwing a perfect game. Up and down, one, two, three, coming down. You know, it, was, it went so fast that I wouldn't have a chance to think about it. 11 in a row have been retired by Dennis Martinez. After I finished the throw the pitch, uh, I tried to pull my feet back, and I pinched something in my back. So uh, I felt something there, and uh, it was lightly pulled also in my lower back. But and then, as my body was warm, I kind of went away right away. So, And then I knew that Eddie thought that I was going to throw a fastball right then because after, you know, you get injured, you try to see how you feel. And then I said, wait a minute, I'm not going to throw you a fastball. It's going to change up. One and two pitch hit hard, thrown to Martinez for the out. Well, the rain is beginning to come down here at Yankee Stadium. I was really worried at that point. I wasn't sure how long they would let me sit. I actually played catch in the bowels of Yankee Stadium with uh, Luigi, our bad boy, and uh, I was kind of skipping him off the roof and just trying to keep my arm loose a little bit, which I've never seen anybody do. That's how nervous I was, that I, I got to keep my arm loose, I got to try to stay in this game. And I remember walking in the locker room joking with my crewmates saying, uh, hey, he's got a perfect game going, because usually the starting pitcher doesn't come back after a delay, but here David Cohn came back out. Fortunately, it was only about a 45-minute rain delay, and it was a good hot day, so my arm stayed loose, and I was able to continue on. Swing and a miss, flank three. Now, that would be the coincidence of coincidences. He pitched a perfect game on Yogi Berra Day. With John Larson in the back. I, I mean, my gosh. The year before, I think I was perfect into the fifth. Ended up losing that game. More important to me, at that point in my career, I wanted to finish it. It's a battle to control the tempo, hitter versus pitcher. And right now, Umber's just having his way. Mike Messina, he's been perfect through the first four innings. You know, as the game's rolling along, we're not scoring and they're not scoring. And this has been an unbelievable night here. Kane has had to wait a long time in between each inning on the mound. Posey tried to hold it to get the call. Not quite. This is a familiar feeling. We've been here before. And uh, just constantly reminding myself, hey, don't get caught up in the moment. If it's a ball, it's a ball. If it's a strike, it's a strike. Well, a lot of the umpires in this park thought that last pitch was a strike. I was fortunate enough while I was in Seattle and even in Arizona to carry perfect games into the fifth inning. And I wouldn't get caught up in that. That's half the ball game. There's an awful lot that can happen in that span. Down the left field line, looking foul. Ooh. Are you beginning I, I, to feel what I'm feeling? I feel it. You know, anything can happen with one pitch. A tough play. Wind up by Lenny. High pop, third base side. Toby Harris drifting over near the railing. It was great having a guy behind you that you knew if a ball was hit that he would do anything to stop it. He leaps up. He grabs the ball. What a catch. What a play by Toby Harris. My control came full tilt, and I was able to control the ball just about as I chose to. 
when young pitchers ask me for advice, I tell them, you know, it's like real estate, location, location, location. You know, I see so many young guys uh, trying to throw the ball 105 miles an hour, and, you know, the, the successful pitchers are the ones that can locate their pitchers. Strike two and a beautiful change-up curve. I never had such a bit of control in all my life. Pulled the string on it. Uh, Yogi called the pitches, and I threw him pretty close to where he wanted, except for a few mistakes I made. Gil Hodges hit a ball deep left center. There's a drive to left center. I looked, I said, uh-oh. But I saw Mickey run out there. Mickey had run like a deer. Man will dig it hard. Still going. Still going. Great <laughs> Mickey came to the dugout after the inning, and I told him, look at the scoreboard, Mick. It wouldn't be something. And he just looked at me and walked away. I can hit a gnat's ass, you know, anywhere in the strike zone. You know, but especially that day because I was so locked in. In there for tall strike three. I felt invincible, I think, at that time because I started getting into the flow of the game, started getting into the crowd. I wanted to be the hero of the day, basically. Now the pitcher, Hampton. Out of all of the plays, the closest play to becoming a hit was probably the infield ball that Mike hit. Tapper towards short, charging hard, Cintron, the throw is in time oh, 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 to get at first. That was probably the turning point. And there's a fly ball, Knobloch going back, O'Neill coming in, and Knobloch underneath it, and he grabs it for the out. It was sort of like a dual thing going on in my mind. Uh, hey, don't let this is a little too early to be thinking about this thing. And on the other hand, I'm thinking, wow, I got a chance here. David Cohn has pitched three one hitters. He's never had a no hitter. When I would just occasionally look around the infield, I could see the look on Tino Martinez's face or Chuck Knobloch. I remember looking over at Scotty Brocious uh, on third base. He wouldn't even look at me. I could see his face was red. He was tense. I think that was more nervous than me. I mean, they got a lot of pressure because the ball come to you. So you gotta make that play. You don't wanna be the one that just misses the play. Bryant's throw in time. Some of them came up to me and told me that they didn't want the ball hit to them. You know, they were so nervous. Schofield was a nervous wreck. Mike, don't let him hit the ball to me. Don't let him hit the ball to me today. <laughs> Bouncer to short, and Schofield throws Tollison out. Braden has thrown 68 pitches. And that is just fine. And I'm going, this is what's going to happen right now. I'm going to blow this because this 12-pitch at bat, God ain't going to save you. You know, my dead mother ain't going to save me. <laughs> me locating a fastball or a changeup is going to save me. So I should probably focus on that. Pop up. Kuzmin off again. He's got it. Soccer time. Hits. Walk anybody. Okay. All right. All right. And that's when you got to have that little conversation with yourself. Don't be a baby. Do not shy away from this. Don't punk out. Get it going. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. The evolution of head shaving. OMG. It adjusts to the shape of the head. It's smooth, it's fast, it's perfect. You want to rock with this. Introducing Microtouch Titanium Head Shaver. The faster, easier, safer way to shave your head. With five independent floating heads that conform to every surface and curve. Even those hard to reach places. With five times the coverage area of a razor. For a faster, effortless shave. As close as a blade. And a difference you can feel. It's awesome. That's shaver I've used in my entire life of shaving my head. It gets a lot of hair with a few strokes. I've been a baldy for 20 plus years using razors. My head has never been this smooth before. Five rotary heads forged from stainless steel and bonded with titanium contour independently over the natural curvature of your head for five times the coverage and a closer, more comfortable shave with no nicks, cuts, or bumps. It's really, really good for getting behind the ears, the tough spots. I have this bump on the back of my head when I tried the titanium shaver for the first time. When I looked at my bump, it was fantastic. No nits, no cuts, perfect shave. I feel great. An easy grip design for perfect control. Rechargeable lithium ion power to shave anywhere, anytime. The ultimate wet dry shaver. No creams, lotion, or soap needed. Hypoallergenic for sensitive skin. Safe to the touch. Not one cut, not one nit. Not only shaving my head, but I was also shaving my face. Smooth. It's never really been this smooth before until I use this. Five minutes, whole head, done. It's perfect. Microtouch Titanium 
Head Shaver. The faster, easier, and safer way to shave. Guaranteed or your money back. Get yours now at GetHeadShaver.com for only two payments of $29.99 or call 1-800-436-4510. It works. It really does what it's supposed to do. It's smooth. It's fast. It's perfect. No BS. This is the one. Microtouch Titanium Head Shaver. Ah, that's where I left my Hint Plus. Lenny, I, uh, you, the Hint Plus was delicious. And packed with vitamins. Hint Plus has more vitamin C than a real Clementine. New Hint Plus, true fruit flavor plus a boost of vitamins. Did he just call vitamins vitamins? For a limited time, new customers get over 45% off at drinkhint.com. That's 36 bottles of immunity-boosting Hint Plus for just 36 bucks. Only $1 per bottle. Hint Plus, true fruit flavor plus a boost of vitamins. It's that New York City buzz. It's the spark for the crowd. It's seeing the stars and feeling like one. It's fire on the court and off. It's through the roof electricity and way beyond. It's edge of your seat and up on your feet. It's U.S. Open Energy. As long as there's sports, we'll be there. Welcome to the Worm Charming Festival in this great land of Canada. 1037 The Buzz. We got a really big one there. But whatever he's doing, it's working. The curveball buckles his knees, strike three calls. Messina has been perfect through six innings. And all of a sudden you're in the seventh inning and you realize, hey, I haven't been out of the stretch yet. There hasn't been a guy on base. Before you know it, they're trying not to talk to you about it. You walk in the dugout and nobody sits near you at a riverfront. The scoreboard's right there in front of your face, and you see exactly what's going on. Uh, and the fact that you don't, you can't get any anywhere near anybody, or they won't even get anywhere near you because they're afraid if they touch you, they'll create some bad luck. It was like a damn morgue. I didn't like that situation. It was like I had the plague. I, did, I hated that. The only time I was happy when I was back on the mound. The feeling or the aura that people talk about in the dugout when things like that are going on, nobody talks to me, nobody jokes with me, nobody even acknowledges that I'm there. And I wouldn't have it any other way. And so I didn't feel different at all. And you could distinctly see a four-foot gap between me and the next player on the bench. Pitching coach, he made it a point to walk 10 feet around me. He, nobody said a word to me. So they talk to David Cohn? Nope. Probably not. They're, they're afraid to say anything to him. <laughs> That's odd. Look where Phil Bumber is sitting. Shocker. A lot of times when I'm sitting there on the bench, um, I'll be praying. And I was honest with God. I said, I want this to happen. You know, I really do. I've never been a guy that, that's talked a lot when things are going the way I want them to go. I'm kind of sitting thinking about what I'm going to do and, and how I'm going to keep going. If things are going well that game and you're not a talker, then you're not going to talk. If you're a talker, you're going to keep talking. I was the best and biggest cheerleader on the bench. Hey, getting close now, guys. Start diving. We got a perfect game going. Let's go. I'm not the guy that has to sit on the bench and stay focused. I like to have fun. I like to joke around. I was the guy that actually kind of went up to people. I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you realize what's going on right now? Just because I was in so much shock, I think, and surprised that, that what I had going on. I'm a superstitious guy. I'm going to probably do the same thing throughout the course of the game. You know, two outs, I get a drink of water. With uh, every hitter come up, I got to spit on the first step. Neck rolling. Now I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. I mean... You know, just give me the ball. I'm ready. I'm ready to pitch. I was chomping at the bit, man. I wanted this day to get over. I was just, you know, I was at that point in time, that late in the game, man. I mean, I knew what was going on. You know, to me, I just, I wanted to get out there as quick as I could. I can see it in Cone's body language. He's going to be very disappointed at the Expos get a base runner in this game. Made me that much more motivated as opposed to, oh, how could they say that? They're jinxing me. Never believed in that stuff. Martinez has pitched perfect baseball through six. 18 in a row. He leads two to nothing, and here we go. The play that really scared me the most was the one that Juan Samuel hit a bunt to the first base. Samuel 
has grounded out twice. And he did a perfect punt there, and I was able to come out of the mound, like I say again, like a cat that went after the ball, and I grab it, and I grab it with my bare hand, and I made the throw. Samuel trying to break up the perfect game, pushing a bunt toward first, and Dennis Martinez, one of the best fielding pitchers in the league, came up with the ball. But then I look at the replay, and I go, wait a minute, what did I do that for? I mean, you know, I had plenty of time to get that guy. Now, advantage to the hitter because they've seen everything you have, and they're coming up for the third time, and you're still trying to get them out with the same pitches that you did earlier in the game. Three balls and no strikes, so this is the farthest Witt has gone toward losing his perfect game, and he delivers a strike at 3-1. and one. Wayne Tolleson, I'm going to try and you know, throw a strike because I'm pretty sure he's trying to take. The 3-1 pitch, Tolleson showing butt, and he pulls it back. He's just trying to break the concentration of Mike Witt. <laughs> And so I do a Nolan Ryan on him, and I walk halfway to the plate and kind of glare at him, and he, he's looking at me like, what are you going to do, big boy? And I need to refocus on what I was trying to do at the point. And the payoff pitch. Gopper towards second. Rob Wolfong right there. 20 in a row. type of pitcher I am. I had to put the ball in play a lot. I don't strike out a lot of guys. And that ball is just foul. Thank you very much. Right there. I mean, it was one of those that never could have ended in the seventh inning. You know, because that ball was fair, hit the chalk, the, the perfect game's over. There's just so much stuff has to happen and go your way. And it's not necessarily maybe, uh, you know, a ball down the line or, or a ball here or there, or, you know, ball on the plate. I mean, it's just whether maybe a normal ground ball doesn't take a funky hop. Uh, you know, we've seen that before. I, I saw it with Jonathan Sanchez. On the ground, Uribe off his chest, and it'll be a base runner. It'll be an error. You know, and that was the difference in his game being a, a no-hitter to a perfect game. The King, who hasn't walked anybody, listening to that crowd. I just say to myself, don't think about it because that's about luck. But for some reason, if you think about it or you say something, uh, that next guy always get a hit. And this is hit out into the alleyway. I could tell from the sound that it was hit really hard. <laughs> To be honest, I didn't think that he had a shot at it. A long run for Blanco, and Blanco's going to dive, and he makes the catch! The fans are going nuts. I'm going crazy in my mind, and I'm trying to find my way to calm down because I know those guys are really putting everything they can to kind of keep this thing preserved. A standing ovation for Don Larson. I remember coming to bat in the eighth inning, and a lot of people threw a lot of paper and stuff was coming out. It was like Wall Street, you know, that confetti stuff. I was I was very nervous. God, it's a wonder I didn't faint. I was hitting in the eighth, and somebody in the stand scared at me. I said, hey, Dennis, you know that you're pitching a perfect game? And I go, oh, boy. I never pitched eight innings in the big leagues. The year before, I pitched into the eighth, and I didn't get through the eighth. Throws in a perfect game through eight for Philip Bumber. He has been just in command all the way. Swing and a miss. He took something off the fastball. There's a zone that you get in. To, you don't hear any noise. You're not thinking about anything but throwing the ball over the plate and getting the hitters out. To me, that's the way I felt that night. There was no way that these guys were going to hit me. Swing and a miss, right three. Oh, did he break off a dandy curveball? It's almost like you're able to execute the pitches more so than you've been able to do at any other time in your career. And you don't try to figure out why, but you just enjoy the moment and you go with it. Swat him out, swing oh, slider. And the fans that were screaming, Johnson, you have a perfect game, earlier in the game were no longer screaming that anymore. So I think they were taking it in and realizing that there was a chance for history to be made. Walking off after the eighth inning, I remember kind of looking up in the stands, looking around the upper deck and really kind of soaking it in, knowing exactly what was going on. I took a quick glance up to my grandma and I just stared stared deep during that moment as I'm looking up at her. I just knew I said, it's going down. When everything hurts, you need relief that's deeper than ice. You need 
Title, the cryotherapy spray that goes beyond cold to take control of the pain. This was just easy, and it felt so good. I was like, wow, that actually smells good. It's like penetrating into my skin, which I really love. Title's powerful plant-based formulation was developed to help world-class athletes recover faster. Title cryotherapy spray can contribute to total body recovery because it can alleviate muscle pain, joint pain, even back pain. A 360-degree continuous spray relieves pain in even the hardest to reach areas, dries fast, and lasts. When you get older, the joints start hurting. The spray is easy. You just bring it wherever you are, spray it, and it feels great within minutes. It changes my life in a way that I can still be active and yet not feel aches and pains when I'm sitting there for long hours. Tidal Cryotherapy, available at these fine retailers. Visit Tidal.com for locations. We love our house. Great location, quiet street. The garage is a bit of a black hole. Yeah, everything disappears. She'll be back. Son, we gotta clean this place out. See my winter coat in there? You can't hear me. Ugh, the coat is hideous. Oh, my summer jams mix. At least guy called makes bundling a home and car insurance easy. Saves us a ton. You find my box of cords? Okay, honey, throw me the hose. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com. Kirby. This season's about super team expectations. The New York Liberty have looked really good. Contenders leveling up. I'm excited. Keep sleeping on us. She's not the class of clouds. She's got confidence. And a shiny new rookie class. Austin looks inside, lays it in. The WNBA. All she wants to do is show out. We're all about the storm and liberty. Saturday at 2 on ESPN. believe. Our family calls Alex the Phoenix. He always rises from the ash. Paterno never faced any charges, but he didn't escape judgment. Who has like a career defining moment at 37? The whole country is watching and the world is watching. Going to the mound, I get chills. I, I was like, just running there. I still get chills. Look, still get chills. I was coming out into the nine, and that's when the people start going up and applauding. I usually come in and out running. So when I was trying to run, uh, run to the mound, I felt like I was not going anywhere. My leg feels so heavy, and it took me so long to get to the mound. That was a weird feeling. It's kind of weird for me because I had never seen the ninth inning of a big league baseball game as a starting pitcher. So I had no idea what the hell was going on. It's like, yes, they all know that I've never thrown a complete game. They're on board. They want it to happen too. When you take the mound and you're three outs away from throwing a perfect game, and all of a sudden that perfect game is no longer because a hit, it can be deflating. Everybody at the ballpark knows what was at stake. Mike Messina, three outs away from baseball immortality. Now this is Boston, and I'm playing for the Yankees. And now all of a sudden the crowd is like cheering for me, it seemed like. Whether they were or they weren't, I don't, but it seemed like now all of a sudden everybody's on my side because they want to see this happen. Messina gets ready for the 2-2. Hit on the ground. Diving stop feeds Messina in time, one away. I was like, all right, now's the time. Now you got to finish this, man. Finish what you start and make history. And a swing and a miss. Oh, man, I think that was one of the best changes I ever throw. I was... Oh, that was, a, that was a pretty good one. 
First pitch outside to Gabe Kapler here in the top of the ninth inning. And Dwayne Wise has come into the game in center field. They told me the day before that I had an off day. So, um, you know, I came in and it was a day game. I didn't do much that day. At that moment, you know, I was just going out there with the attitude that, you know, if the ball is hit to me, I got to do whatever I can to catch the ball. And not knowing that it would be the first batter. That ball hit deep into left center field. I know if it was just over the wall or a few rows deep that, you know, he was going to do everything he could to try to save it. Back, back. Makes the catch! What a play by Wise! You know, right off the bat, I didn't think I was going to catch it, but once I put my head down and looked up and I saw that I was gaining ground on the ball, then I knew I had a legitimate shot. I didn't see it actually come out of his glove and him catch it barehanded. It went from a great catch to even a greater catch. And we're going to have a pinch hitter. Bobby Jones is going to bat. And now you're trying to think of what type of hitter is this. Is this a gap hitter? Is he a line drive hitter? So my thought process was, I need to stick with what I'm doing here. I can't change just because this guy might be a little different than what I'd faced earlier in the game. Ground ball to second. Wilfong to first, two down. Two strikes. I was just as strong at the end of the game as I was at the beginning of the game. A wind up and the pitch. He struck him out, strike three. I probably could have pitched another five or six innings. So this Chelsea team, hard to watch, it really is. She probably gets more nervous than I do because she has no control whatsoever when I go out there and pitch, and I think that scares her the most. High fly ball in the park. Two down in the ninth. When I got the 26th out and I was sitting there and I got the ball back, I really took a moment to kind of look around the whole entire stadium and enjoy it. I wanted to almost take it in and let that relax me more than anything. There's a tremendous amount of pressure and yeah, it kind of swells and builds, I believe, among the players and among the crowd. It becomes this pressure-packed situation where you want to be perfect as the umpire. Armando Galarraga is facing Jason Donald. The only man who stands between Galarraga and Major League Baseball history. Ground ball, right side, Cabrera will cut it off, Galarraga covers, he's out, no, he's safe. I was devastated for that kid, he looked like he was an out, fortunately uh, the umpire didn't see it that way. No perfect game for Armando Galarraga, only because of Jim Joyce. And now Jim Joyce look at going over the Tigers benches all over him. I just felt heartsick for Jim Joyce. That's kind of an umpire's worst nightmare. And we don't want to be a part of the story. Perfect game with one out to go. Just missed ball one. And booing the umpire even on a called ball. You know, I used to always remember Dave Steve coming close, it seemed like, every year. Pedro actually did throw one, but he didn't. Two outs, 0-2 pitch. Struck him out. Pedro Martinez is perfect through nine innings. And there's no score in the game. He threw nine innings of a perfect game and then gave up a hit. And the bid for the perfect game comes to an end in the tenth inning. I got Carl Everett pinch hitting, who I had struck out like five or six times the last six or seven at bats. The 0-1, bet on him, fastball up. Let's get this guy out and get out of here. Messina is one strike away from a perfect game. The pitch, swung on in line to left center field. It is a beast hit. That was it, and it ended. And I was slightly frustrated because it was the second time I was in there the ninth inning. Messina two outs away from perfection. And here is 
Sandy Alomar, who's been up twice, and he has struck out twice. Eight strikeouts on the night. Pitched Alomar, swinging a line drive. There's a base hit to left field. And the perfect game lost. Whether I got to throw a perfect game or I didn't doesn't change how I feel about what I was able to do. I'm really lucky and just glad I got the opportunity. I mean, we won the game and I did what I was supposed to do. It's just, you know, one guy got hit. It's the way the game happened. So close to baseball immortality. I just feel energized again. A really amazing experience. Pain-free for the first time in my life. It's life-changing. Introducing CopperFit Archstrong, the revolutionary two-in-one graduated compression sock. Now with a patented built-in dynamic arch support designed to gently lift and cradle your arch for all-day comfort and relief anywhere, anytime you need it. The compression and the arch support is what makes the sock a really amazing experience. This is a game-changing sock. My feet tend to swell up. It's something that wears you down. With these socks, the way that they gripped onto your foot feels good inside your boot. I don't know the technological thing behind it, but it's working. Our most advanced, easy on, easy off copper infused compression socks help increase circulation and reduce swelling to help relieve muscle aches and pains. Now combined with a revolutionary patented arch support, a built-in 360 degree reinforced compression fabric designed to lift and support the plantar fascia. Arch support. I wore them with high heel boots. They have never been that comfortable. I walked around pain-free for the first time in my life. The all-new CopperFit Archstrong Compression Socks, now combined with a revolutionary patented arch support, the most comfortable and supportive arch relief compression socks you will ever wear. Guaranteed or your money back. Get yours now online at archstrong.com for only $19.99. Order right now and receive a second pair of Archstrong Graduated compression socks absolutely free. Give it a try. Give CopperFit a try. You won't be disappointed. If anybody is even thinking about, I wonder if this works. I wonder if it can give me some type of relief for my arch pain. Girl, please. CopperFit Arch Strong Compression Socks. History's greatest hero returns. Indiana Jones. And his final adventure will be his greatest. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Rated PG-13. Whatever your sport was, you watch those memories. You watch those situations live. So you try to act them out as a kid. What kid didn't who played sports? That's what keeps you alive, really. Tim Bunning is one out from a perfect ball game. How do you stay cool and how do you stay poised in a spot like this? Strike one. Strike two. After I got ahead of him, I said, you're going to hit an off-speed curveball <laughs> or else. All the Phillies came to the field. It was a feeling of, God, I can't believe it. I did this thing. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Ralph. Wow. One of them days. One of those Father's Day days, huh? Oh, yes, sir. It seems like a perfect game should be harder. But running for office is harder than anything I ever have done. The ninth inning, I was completely numb. I was going to throw it as hard as I could, so I'm sure it went in there by 88, uh, maybe. And here it comes, and it is swung out and missed. And Tom Browning has pitched a perfect game. When they picked me up, put me on their shoulders. You know, I think that was my moment where I felt like I belonged there.
and when she finally came down on the field, I was like, now you're happy you finally got to come on the field because she never got to come on the field or enjoy any of that. that I was proud of the most out of that performance is that I was able to still be on top of my game at that age. Glenn Barker getting a sign from Ron Hesse. Ernie Witt stands in. I did talk to Ernie Witt a few times after that game. He told me that he thought about dropping a bunt down. And I told him, I said, if he would have dropped the bunt down, the next pitch would have been in his head. Wind up. Here it comes. Fly ball, center field. He catches it. A perfect game for Lynn Barker. When it really sank in was my next game. I uh, lost three to nothing. I gave up three solo home runs. So, uh, you know, I came back down to earth real quick. I didn't feel over anxious. I was more calm at that point than I was at the start of the game. Ground ball, Castro, he got it! A perfect game, Roy Halladay! One really good game isn't really a career-defining thing. I think it's more of a, you know, right place, right time situation. I got lucky. I got real lucky on one particular day. Bouncing ball to second. He's got to do it. White Quinn pitches a perfect game. That's a great feeling. I really don't know what to say right now. It's so soon afterwards. Maybe tomorrow it'll sink in or something. I think I'm the only guy that did it on the last day of the season. So I was off. I was done. I threw a perfect game and I was off for four months. celebrate it with your loved ones and go there and hug and kiss on them and tell them I love them and, and thankfully they're there to be able to see it. a perfect game on Mother's Day. I just, I could, I could feel like I just wanted my grandma. I was like, I need, I need, I need my grandmother where she at. I didn't have any words for her at that point. There was nothing I was going to say to her that was going to convey how I felt more so than just pulling her as close to me as I could. I wear a necklace that has a peace sign on it and the peace sign is for my mother and my grandmother has this as well and we just embraced and, and, and kissed that, and, and like, this is for her. One and two pitch. In the air. Come on, Grissom. Come on, Grissom. Come on, boy. Come on, boy. for another country to be able to succeed it's a lot of work that you have to go through and then when you definitely don't give up that's the most reward that you can have don't strike away a 2-2 delivery strike three call a perfect aim thrown by Felix Hernandez
perfection, being a good human being, being a good father, being a good husband, being a good son, brother. I think that's how, that's how I describe perfection. Good count. Doesn't get any more dramatic than this. He swung. Krasinski has got a throw it down. It's a perfect game for Philip Hummer. There's so many good things that are happening right now, and, and um, this just adds to the list, and, and God is so good. You know, I've got a little boy in the way, and I uh, just want to say hi to my wife who's home, and, um, you know, I love you, baby, and um, that's for you. If you'd have told me two or three years ago, hey, you're going to throw a perfect game in the big leagues, like, I can't hardly even get a start in the big leagues. How's that going to happen? Stadium, it felt like that day. I was looking down with the gods. And then I just remember sitting in the dugout, and it was just Coney and I. He goes, hey, boom, look at that scoreboard. He goes, take a really good look at that and cherish that, because you'll probably never see that again. Razorback football, basketball, and baseball, right here on your home of the Hogs. 1037 The Buzz, KABZ Little Rock. field tipping your hat and okay I'm, I'm gonna leave now <laughs> I remember seeing Don Larson the minute I saw him I just went up to him and gave him a bear hug Yankee Stadium shivering in its concrete foundation right now I was nervous uh, got the first two outs that's when I turned around and I said the old man just help me get through one more jumped on me. My mind probably went blank. Maybe it still is in that effect today. You know, he was pretty heavy with all that damn equipment on him. I'm surprised he jumped that high. Sometimes I think about it and says, did it really happen? I wonder sometimes. I really do. On April 26, 2011, I pitched a perfect game. 18 up, 18 down, 18 strikeouts. 